Hey guys, Shane here. I uh, just wanted to say thank you, as always, for listening to the Crow Pod. And uh, if, if you like what we do here and want to help us out, you can go to uh, anchor.fm backslash crowpod and click on the support button. You got three different options there, uh, 99 cents, $4.99, and $9.99 uh, monthly contribution. Anybody who does the four ninety nine level, uh, you get one live read per month on air or, you know, like on, on the main show for your business or charity or whatever you got going on. If you do the nine ninety nine, we'll give you a live read uh, every single episode uh, the, of the main show. So every single week on the main Crow Pod, uh, we'll give you a shout out for your business or charity or whatever you got going on. So uh, just like I said, you go to anchor.fm backslash Crow Pod, click on support, and uh, we'll, we'll get that message out to all of our listeners every single week. And, and that goes out not only on the Crow Pod Network, but on the Heart and Hand Network as well. Another episode of the Crow Pod, and just so we're clear, six fucking one, six one. <laughs> uh, David Ector, hi, David. Been a while, been a while since oh, uh, that unusual feeling of the last ten minutes of going. I'm quite calm. This is nice. <laughs> this is pleasant. I vaguely remember this, but yes, lovely. Todd Van Allen, hi, Todd. Hi. So I don't know how your week is going, but uh, so, sorry, 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 sorry. Rangers hater Todd Van Allen. Yeah, after, <laughs> that's right. after Todd's social media disgrace yeah. this week. Well, let's go through my week thus far. Outside of the six one, I forgot to lay my watch bet. The Bears are a disgrace. The Sens gave the Blackhawks their first win of the season last night, and I somehow mistook Yogu for Jimmy Miller. So outside of all of that. <laughs> Pardon me for not yeah. knowing what every nine appearance player for Rangers has ever done, and apologies uh, to the Yogu family. There we yeah. go. Yeah, you got you confused, and let's not forget this, people. Let's not let's not walk away too quickly from the scene of this crime. Let let's take in <laughs> a little bit like like a detective. Let's look for details here. Todd confused Ugo Ekiog and Jimmy Miller. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing that would have made that better, first of all, two things about this. One, you should have done it in your best Columbo impression. Uh, yeah, I, I don't have a great Columbo impression, unfortunately. So I don't yeah, want nor, to, nor do you have a glass eyes. So. No. Nor do I have a glass I don't, I don't want to dishonor the, the wonderful Columbo impression mm-hmm. that we get out but, there. Uh, but this, yeah, this whole I mean, thing does does put me in a, a uh, pa- pardon me, sir, just one small little <laughs> thing about your story here. Uh, you do realize when you're <laughs> browsing around the Internet, one of the things you could look up is if someone has passed away. You realize that. If, you know. um, 
And secondly, this 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 whole thing does put me in my Canadian sweet spot where I get to apologize. Yeah, yes. so, yeah that, that's perfect. true. Uh, maybe maybe it's just an addict will seek out ways to get the fix. Right. Yeah. So because if you'd gone into court and said, oh, "I'm sorry, I just confused Ugo Echiog and Jimmy Miller," then the judge right. would just look askance at by you. The, by the way, <laughs> while we're throwing Jimmy Miller's name all over the place, are we sure at this moment he's still alive? Like, yes, is, we are. Is this, yes, we is are. This we are. We are. We have we the light. Like, do we have uh, Do we have boots on the ground? Do we have eyes on them? We do. do. We, okay. We, we, do. Have his, we yeah. are <laughs> delighted to report that we have uh, contact with his family. Mm-hmm. And the, the, that's, is there know, a red uh, phone yeah. that goes off? <laughs> they, uh, well, Todd, you and me differ many ways, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> but what, one of the main ones is that I usually check to see if someone is still with us before right. I make reference to their passing. <laughs> right. It's, it, look, it's me. It's right. my personality. I accept sure. it's my issue. But what I don't mm. like to do, therefore, is go out there and do what you do. And what was absolutely brilliant about it is, look, Shane and I fuck up quite a lot, and we get right. right. <laughs> seeing mm. seeing our, our little uh, our little crow pod chat, we yeah. we. we there are rows are regularly handed out to mm-hmm. two of the participants, and I don't think either <laughs> of us really knew what to do when right. he did that because we were like, "Fuck, this is." I don't th- think he knows, a, does he? This is uncharted territory. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to kick Todd's nuts, and it literally <laughs> has never happened before. So there was like a strange feeling. Then, of course, there was the thing when, as happens, when you're the kind of you know the children who are always getting in trouble and the goody two shoes fucks up right. there was that delight and fuck's sake i can't fucking believe yeah. you did that fucking idiot <laughs> right uh, possibly What's... a bit over the top it could be argued so what so what okay a couple couple things in this first of all the 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 one that i was having this 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 bants fest on online with was actually a friend of mine friend of the show nigel simpson who yeah. was a um a member of the uh, Toronto club. And he showed up when he was, when he was working in Canada and uh, he was, you know, the guy in the supporters club that you just go to whenever there's a disagreement about some fact about either a law of the game or what scheduling is or how daylight savings time is going to fuck up when we watch the game. There's always that one guy in the club that you just go, Hey, What's happening? And then they just go as cited in 1962 and blah, blah, blah. They'll just like <laughs> they will know everything. And, and Nigel's this guy. So we called him the squire uh, at, at the club because he was, it was just like the 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 historian that sort of like brought any sort of argument to it to a screeching halt. Um, so I knew as soon as he chirped up and went, oh, I'm in over my head here. This is not good. Uh and obviously didn't even think to uh to to do any further research on that. Um so yeah, uh, as as soon as you see Nigel come into the fray, that's the end of it. But you also got to witness kind of online one of those moments that always happened on on We Are the People where uh one of us would say something and there'd be a pause and then that uh <laughs> is when Ross would go, "What?" And uh Whoever whoever just said the last sentence went, oh dear, I'm in for it now. And, <laughs> and he right, was. So what, um, I can, let, let's, I can, just to be clear, Jimmy Miller is still alive. Yes. Hugo still dead. Yes. Rangers still top of the table. Yes. So. <laughs> but but of course Rangers died, Keith. 
Ah. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah don't don't forget. Um, that's actually I seen a, a handy phrase, but because if you think that we're going to sit here and take the massive amount of piss, uh, the maximum amount of piss out of COP twenty six, then you'd be right. <laughs> so I'm just going to tell people right now, this is one of those lovely moments where we can all come together. Be you the rightiest of right wingers, be you the leftiest of left wingers, be you the centralist of people like me who are not sure um, one way or the other, then don't worry. We have something for you this week because, <laughs> by God, my utter God, we need to stop. Right. I mean, I'm going to do, I'm going to hold on a minute. I'm going to stride a, a little platform here. Hang on. <laughs> Can you hear I'm going up it? There we yeah. go. Yep. Right. I'm, there it is. Right, I'm literally standing here. On, on a platform in my house to address you all and say we have to stop arguing among ourselves, right wing left wing, centre, it doesn't fucking matter there are a group of people at the very top of our society who are all cunts, right yep. <laughs> and those are the ones the people who are currently or have just flown into Glasgow on private jets who are taking 85 car motorcades down mm -hmm. the motorway who are forcing people in Glasgow to not be allowed to cross the street to get into their homes. <laughs> or or John <laughs> Kerry to be allowed to cross the street. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So, that, so that they can get... And this was not for security. It was because they were having their dinner at a museum. <laughs> And people were genuinely like kids. We're talking like fourteen-year-olds trying to get home in the fucking dark. We're told, no, you can't go a hundred yards across the street into your house. What you have to do is take a two-mile detour through <laughs> a, an unlit park yeah. uh, and wander round the back. Well, uh, I, I, I did love what you know with the Kelvin Grove Park situation that the defense was. It's okay. There's cops in this poorly lit area without hmm. a thought to the fact that I, I believe we just went through a period with a murder case about a cop mm. maybe you know with not the best intentions that might have um, brutally murdered a woman in the dark right. my area. daughter my daughter our stepdaughter is 30 years old right mm -hmm. and if she'd been told to go through a dimly lit park oh, black park at night i'd have went down and swung for the copper who did it mm. never mind telling a 14 year old girl yeah. to do that and the wee thing right. was obviously terrifying this is something that is being done to glasgow this is yeah. not being done for yeah. glasgow it's right. being done to us i just wish that everyone had listened to wolf blitzen and fucked off to edinburgh mm -hmm. I, I i um I, I would like to say though and, and we're doing this with all the same authority and actual money definitely not made up money as the SMP, that we are going to, the Crow Pod is going to donate one million pounds to fight climate change in third mm -hmm. world countries. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I just got to run that through the treasury or the executor and, and mm -hmm. you know, actually find the money and, and right. maybe, um, you know, not have a devolved powers that would limit we, us. We, we may need that, to have a bake sale. <laughs> we are good. Yeah, we're going to need to make orange drink, uh, I think, is. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have to some diluting juice to us in the UK. We're going to have to, you know, sell that for 10p a cup to, to raise it. Right. But um, it's been... I'll tell you what, I, 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 can I'm I have a shout out, though, Shane? The, no, the Zimbabwe uh, government... Yes! Uh, literally <laughs> took the words out of my mouth. Can we have a shout out to the president of Zimbabwe? Because I have never entertained any political ambitions because I know what I would be like, right? 
I I don't have highfalutin ideals. I wouldn't go into it to make the world a better place. I would take every fucking thing that was offered to me. Then that wouldn't be enough. And I would start to go, what isn't nailed down? And I'll take that as well. And I would be walking about like Marge Simpson when Homer took her to the, the candy fair. That would be me in political <laughs> life, right? Just walking about with a jacket stuffed full of stuff I take it. The president of Zimbabwe and his uh, and his accompanying Blackie, staff. Whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They had Costco. And someone said to me, he said, um, do they have a Costco card? And I said, uh, I don't think you understand how diplomatic immunity works. Yeah, right? exactly. I said, not only did they not need a Costco card, if they took all that stuff without paying, there's fuck all the police can do about it. If you, if you can shoot a guy from on top of a, uh, uh, of a, uh, of a shipping yard, uh, right beside, um, uh, the guys from lethal weapon, yeah. you can probably go into a Costco and go, I'll have that please. Yeah. Todd, you started that that sentence with no idea where it was oh, going to yeah, go. Didn't he you? Just yeah. I was I was I, I completely <laughs> blanked on what the fuck was that yep, movie and who was that guy? Walked. Who was the anti semite that was in that? No, not that one. The other one. Who was confidently strode into that sentence with yeah. big expectations, but unfortunately, um, yeah. Well, that is actually the only recorded instance in history of diplomatic immunity not being valid was when Murtaugh shot um, Joss Ackland. <laughs> In yeah. that movie, that's the yes. only time. Uh, Josh Ackland wasn't anti-Semitic, by the way. That's not not the one he meant. Josh Ackland is a British. Was a British national treasure. So I just want to make that clear. Um, it's it's, it's sad that we have to make distinctions on that. Yeah, he was a lovely, a bumpy little man, um, to my recollection. So I don't want to to to, to get angry letters from the Ackland family. But yeah, the, the president of Zimbabwe and his staff hit Costco day one, as you would ransacked the drink aisle. Oh, I mean, just, beautiful. oh, mm-hmm. it was class. It but looked like was, the opening scene of leaving Las Vegas. Yes. <laughs> what was even better about it, right, they had, literally, they had cases of Jameson's and Johnny Walker Black, and they had cases of beers, you name it, right, quality, quality booze. They were taking as much of it as they could, champagne the lot, but they also had a 12-pack of two liter bottles of water for the morning <laughs> after. <laughs> this ain't these boys' first trip on this carousel, no, boys. No, no. They, they, yeah, these are well practiced, well versed. I yep. mean, they, they, these guys have been drilled on the training ground. They're ready. <laughs> these are pros. <laughs> these are the type of guys that you want on your side. What you probably don't want, is, and I've seen this a lot from Zimbabwean people on social media, is them running your government. But <laughs> I, having had to watch all this bullshit, right, in Scotland's here, I mean, Nicola Sturgeon was at the fucking SEC yesterday longer than when Elton John did his residency at it, right? <laughs> I mean, she was just stood there hoping to fuck that someone would ask her to do something. And she was just desperate to show how important all this is. And everyone's in there all talking the same bullshit. Credit to Boris Johnson also, who issued the most I cannot be fucked with this statement I've ever seen. He actually yeah. used the phrase, it's one minute to midnight, which is Boris code for, I'm not even coming up with a speech for this shit. No. Right? We, all, <laughs> we all know it's bullshit, but I've got to go. Um, so I'm going. 
Zimbabwe's government are treating this the way it should be treated, which yeah. is this is a big fucking jolly, and we're not even gonna hide it. We're get, we're here for a good time, not a long time, and <laughs> I admire that greatly. Meanwhile, the people of Glasgow have been told not to make any doctor's appointments, visit the hospital, or put out their litter because it won't <laughs> be picked up. Right, right. so. Save us the highfalutin guff about, um, oh, you know, this is about the future of mankind. You might care about mankind. You don't care about men and women. And that's why you are riding roughshod all over a whole fucking city. I mean, from what I've seen, that one million pounds might be better spent cleaning up, uh, I don't know, Govan Hill, like her own constituency. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then, oh, you know. I- just it, a drop well, of water in the bucket of what the problem uh, with climate change I, is. I will give her her due, man. That was some vigil she performed yesterday, hoping for something, just for anything. That like, please can I have something to do. Somebody give that woman a Janny's bucket, right? And <laughs> tell her that one of the Zimbabwean party has been sick over in the corner he's all right he's been, just, he says it he says what happened was he went outside and the oxygen the air hit him and that's what made him spew but he's see, all right see, he's it's, it's great all i'm too, all i'm picturing right now is just a cartoon ending of the carol burnett show of just like you know the little hat <laughs> and the mop and then you put the spotlight on the zimbabwean puke and then you just mop that up a little bit and the best part is like in that grand hall with them not being one of the big countries it goes alphabetically so like they're all the way in the back right corner no nobody's yeah. giving a fuck what's going on back there like the the the, 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 the groups up front are taking a look over their left shoulder like what are those cunts can we get back there what are <laughs> yeah. we are we done can we go with them <laughs> Oh, Zimbabwe's the party house. That's that's the house you want an invite to. You know, the, this week. I mean, you know what? Think about it. Who's who's gonna have the funner party? Vatican, Vatican City, or Zimbabwe? You want to be invited out. But it, it's also got particularly weird that Leonardo DiCaprio was spotted mm-hmm. drinking in a bar in Mary Hill. Now, I, right. I I've told you this before, but I'm going to have to drop it in because we get new listeners every week, which is great. One of the reasons Hi, we still everybody. do it. Um, and we only have about an hour and a half of content that we just recycle, yeah. you know, on a loop. So, um, but many years ago, see, when I was was drinking, um, when you drink alcoholically, as I did, I'm an alcoholic, that you, um, you know, you, you have nights out and you have perfectly normal fun drinking. But, uh, and Shane, I think you can sympathise with this. Some days your drinking is not for pleasure. It's a serious thing. Yeah, right. yeah, yes. yeah. There, there's a there's I, a goal to where we're going. I, right. you, you don't <laughs> want to be in a style bar for that. No, right. right. So you go to what Americans call dive bars, what yes. we call over here shit houses, mm-hmm. and you go there because you feel bad about yourself. You're you're on a mission, and you want your surroundings to to reflect that. So I I was get the greasy pile of cash out of your pocket and you sit on the bar in front of you and the bartender Mm -hmm. takes it as (laughs) yes. That's it. Nobody talk to me. I'm not here for conversation, right? I am here to sit and drink with a a determination 
<laughs> yeah. I would walk out. I am here there at the bar clock and just <laughs> yeah. drink shots until it changes. Until I pass out. Right. That, this is my ambition. The barman knows it. He doesn't want to be here either. But this is our lives. Okay. And that's it. So I was in a bar in Mary Hill that was, you know, oh my God. I mean, just an absolute shithole, perfectly reflected where I wanted to be. And I'm sitting in the corner myself, you know, with the obligatory newspaper that I'm not reading, sat in front of me, headphones yeah. in, just just fuck off vibes emanating from me. Yeah. And <laughs> in the bar in the corner, there are a couple of, I, w- I would say, experienced drinkers. I mean, this is a Tuesday afternoon at like, you know, two o'clock. OK, so yeah. Yeah, these are these are serious drinkers that are in here. And um they could have been, I think one was was an older man and one was a younger man. The older man could have been anywhere between 40 and 70. The younger guy could have been anything between 15 and 40. Okay. Mm-hmm. They had those yeah. faces. And the two of them are kind of talking away to each other all afternoon. And yeah, I've got my headphones in, so I'm not really hearing it, but they're gesturing away. And then I go up to the bar, so I take my headphones off to do this. Um, this is only polite and I'm walking up to bar just waiting to to get my drink and you hear the screech right the screech as the one the younger guy shoots back his chair uh right so it's the needle drag. And a, yeah. yeah the needle drag and everybody there's not many in the bar but everybody looks round he then takes his pint glass smashes it on the edge of the table and thrusts it upwards into the older guy's neck um, thus leaving the guy on the floor gargling and he stands over him and says who's the fanny now <laughs> and to this day i regret not hearing the rest of that conversation because yeah. i hope to christ that the guy was lying there trying to hold in his jugular and going yeah you got me i'm the funny uh, new yeah <laughs> yeah if if, if we if we did merch could we put that afternoon. on a t-shirt oh 100 <laughs> they yeah. went the guy accompanied him with the policeman in huh? the ambulance i love that you know just <laughs> holding his hand they had made up after this glassing in the plate. They had made up before the fucking ambulance arrived. Outstanding. So that is the kind of bar I hope Leonardo DiCaprio was in. What I will say, by the way, is the Glasgow sports models are not the equivalent that he's used to. <laughs> It's a slight he, step down uh, from Barbara Felly. Is that what you're saying? I just, I, I can imagine him looking around Mary Helen going, now I know that these are women. Right. But <laughs> they're not like the women yeah. we get I, back home. There's, there's way more neck tattoos than I'm used to. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, wh- what exactly is a pan loaf? <laughs> and why does she need to get to the shop before it closes to get one? Uh, 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 yeah, it, it's just spectacular, man. Oh, it really, really is. But the idea of having... I mean, Edinburgh gets fucking everything in Scotland, right? All the good shit. It, it's really telling to me that Edinburgh went, ah, fuck this, fuck give this. it to this. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking want this. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I think that says absolutely. But as I say, you could do it see it end and just go ahead and anyway. Yeah, yeah. Bl- Bl- I think Blitzer took one look. Like, uh, Castle yeah, looks good. nice right there. Right. I think we'll just park over here now. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's a lovely backdrop he's got. Oh, yeah. Know, oh, it looks great. The castles there in the background. I, and I, I literally just picture them all of, like, you know, that tourist and train spotting comes in. Can you tell me where your bathroom is? Thank you. <laughs> and then next thing you know, just diplomatic passports being handed out by thugs. You know? I, I, I just like the whole presidential motorcade, like, cruising around the west side of Glasgow. Like, Biden's looking for a Nando's to get into or something. Yeah. No, he actually pulled up out front of a Greg's. It was like, that's perfect. Nice. That's you don't you don't have to travel too far in Glasgow to no, find a no. <laughs> he'll, uh, he'll be a, we we can do takeaway food. The other thing is he'll say it's gonna be a great boost to, to the Glasgow economy because these people are spending all this money, which would work theoretically if it wasn't for one small fact that Glasgow no longer appears to have any shops. We've got some tanning salons, we've got uh you know, we've got several fast cash, food cash places. businesses, if you will. Yeah, we've got all cash businesses. Yeah. <laughs> you you realize there is a ton of uh diplomats that are coming in. So I do I do get a tug with the rub. Okay, good. Okay, thank <laughs> yeah. you. I just wanted uh, to confirm. That reminds me of my stepdaughter went traveling when she's eighteen. What? Um, what? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, listen, listen. She was eighteen and she went traveling. And she was a bit naive at the time. She's really not now. Um uh, and it was a good experience for her. But not going anywhere to this is not this. This no, is no, no. lethal weapon all over again. She phoned one night right, and said, uh, "I've got an interview for a job at a, a massage parlor." And I went, "Lauren," and she went, "No, no, no, it, it's not like that." And I'm like, "Just be careful." Mm-hmm. So next day she phones and she went, "Do you know what a happy ending is?" <laughs> And I said, yes. And she said, that, uh, they, that's how they put it. I said, I hope you didn't take the job. She said, no, I did not. Um, but yeah, that was an introduction to what Massage Palmer's at. I think she'd grown up watching Friends and thought it was like Phoebe. It's really not well, like does that. Does that not come up? In Phoebe's massage parlor more than once, so I, I feel like they did that joke a couple times. I think they did, but they yeah. certainly didn't hammer it home. Um, no, but right. yeah, Lauren, Lauren was, uh, as, as was you would with back. a happy ending. Yes, yeah, yeah was yeah. was taken aback by it, and then instead chose to be a. She chose to be a dishwasher, and as I pointed out, well, you're just getting your hands covered in kind of soapy liquid anyway. You might as well. Yeah, it's all the same. But, but, no, yeah, it's all the same. But yes, uh, no, Glasgow has been completely taken over. Well, see, climate, I, the, the, the thing I don't get, right? Well, this proves we learned absolutely nothing. And when I say we, I mean these twenty thousand people. Learned absolutely nothing from the last 18 months in which we all found out we can do our jobs from home quite fucking yes. easily. Which yes. means you could do all of this from home. This whole thing could have been an email. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, it could have been an yeah. email. Yeah, could, have, <laughs> um, could, could, could quite easily have been. Um, uh, I, 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 yeah, it's, it's a pretty short chain. It's like, India, are you going to gonna work on the carbon emission? No, not till 2070. All right. Well, we're all fucked then. So there we go. Job well, done. What about Russia and China? Um, they've sent their apologies, but they had a wedding that they just couldn't get out of. Yeah. Um, and I think that the you know the 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 partly the Chinese they won't even send a video; they'll just send a written statement. I mean, that's contempt. That's... I, I I did I did love Elon Musk took this to be like I'll I'll give ten million dollars to anybody who comes up with like like a foolproof carbon capture technology that draws it out of the atmosphere and back into the ground. And of course, everybody went. You're describing trees, is what you're talking about. Just, we have yes, this. Yeah. Just trees. Yes. Um, yeah. Yes. Maybe, I'll, maybe I'll, if we stop cutting down 
the trees, yes. there would be more trees. Give me my I'll $10 plant, million, dollars, you I'll plant a tree for 10 yeah. million quid. You know, I'll plant, I'll plant 100 trees for 10 million quid. Yeah. He just needs to, you know, here, right. here are my bank details, Elon. But yeah. it's, you, uh, on, we, you will can, not plant we, 100 trees. You will no, pay, I'll get someone to you will plant. pay David can we, can and Colin. Stop, <laughs> can we stop yeah. pouring billions of dollars and trying to populate Mars and just fix what we fucking have? Can yeah. we do that? No. Yeah, yeah, this is it. This is the equivalent of your house having a leaky roof, but you spending money on the beach place. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it doesn't. Uh, actually, it doesn't, actually, it's, uh, it's it's more the leaky roof, but you fix the floor. <laughs> yeah. The floor keeps getting water oh. damage. Oh no, so no, no. you've got to fix that. It's it's even better. We we have a house with a leaky roof, but we are. You're right. We're putting money into the beach house that uh, only your rich uncle gets to stay in. Yeah, yeah. That That's you never it. go to. Yeah, you're you never just going to get to. Yeah, so, yeah. Just, the aunt sends the email. Everybody in the family needs to contribute. Yeah. <laughs> For <Yes>. what? <laughs> it's just such a fucking complete waste of everybody's time and energy and effort. And, and I wouldn't mind, right? I mean, rich people fuck about. To go back to what we were talking about at the start, we get that, right? They can. Politicians fuck about. We get that. But don't fuck about on top of people the way they're doing for this whole two weeks. Just as a wee thing, by the way, uh, I am going to Denmark on Thursday. Yes. And I I'm going to watch Rangers and I'm doing oh. the day trip, which is ideal for me. Don't need to do an overnight or anything. It's flying in the morning, spend a bit of time with uh, Adams going and my friend Fraser lives out there. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. Uh, go to the game and then straight back. Perfect. No problem. But I hadn't really thought it through because then, of course, comes the email and it's like, well, your flight's at 7.30. And I was like, in the morning? <laughs> um, and I like, wow so i'm kind of looking at the options and i was like right okay well i need to get the airport about five i thought oh, i'll just fuck it i'll just book a hotel room at one of the, the airport hotels oh yeah, yeah. Outside the, yeah. literally there just yep. you know out, out get, of bed get on the shuttle thing and, yep. yeah, yeah. Got, no i mean some of the hotels are literally walking distance to the terminal you, you really oh, yeah. you don't even yeah the, it's so, just so there. you're gonna get on the shuttle yeah well, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm not though, because there are four hotels uh, at Glasgow Airport, right? Mm-hmm. Um, hundreds of rooms. There was one available on oh, one. Yeah. Wow. Right? Yep, yep. I'd forgotten. I'd forgotten. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I went in to see how much it was, it was four hundred and eighty-eight pounds. Yeah. And I'm like, am I fuck? Even yeah, I that's think half that's a suit. Excessive. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's a quarter of a Brian Loudrop painting. Like, it's not it's like <laughs> fucking six of a Brian Loudrop painting. I think about it, but uh, yeah, I thought oh, fucking five hundred quid, and I thought to get an extra hour in bed, that's excessive. <laughs> yeah, I I haven't known what to do with myself because, like, you know, I've been working again till like two in the morning, but then you, you have that catch up day where you go to bed at like nine thirty. So now I've been waking up at like seven on other days, which I never do. And I, I like like today, typically when we do the show, I get up with enough time to make a pot of coffee, have a cigarette and sit down and talk to you guys. Right. right. That's it. Yep. That's the extent mm-hmm. of my morning. This morning I got up. I made myself a complete breakfast. I cleaned the nice. entire kitchen. I went outside and like blew leaves around because that's what you do. In the fall, you, you, you just oh, yeah. go outside, move them from one place to another and, and don't really do anything else with them. Then I came inside, had coffee. Then I still sat here for about a half hour. And I watched the highlights of the matchback thinking we might actually talk about football. But, of course, yeah. that's not going to happen. And then we finally did the show three hours later. 
I'm very, I, very confused. I have been um, trying to, to basically build down to getting up on Thursday. So, um, got up at my usual time yesterday, which is about mm-hmm. half twelve. Today I got up at half ten. Tomorrow, thankfully, there's a press conference, so I need to be up at half eight. Um, and then it'll be ten to five on Thursday morning. But going to the airport and stuff and Adam's going and Adam said look just just so I know you know are you one of these people that's not cheery in the morning I said uh, I don't know it's been <laughs> so long since I was about in one of them but generally speaking I get up in the afternoon and I'm still a miserable bastard till the early evening so um and he's like right okay then you know just once I'm up I'm up you know because I've got kids I'm kind of used to it and I, was, mm. um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I thought I thought at one point I'm going to wrap a fucking you know airport ashtray around his head at one point aren't they but tragically yet probably for the best we're on different flights nice there's two planes nice. on the on the day trip and uh, i'm on a different one to him so he's like well what we do this just get you to the stadium um mm-hmm. and he's like well that's like seven hours later <laughs> you know, right. Would would that be a problem? <laughs> yes, that'd be a problem. So okay, okay, we'll meet up. Um, but the other as well, his laptop packed up, and he's like, "Oh my god, that you know, that's where I, that means I might have to." I said, "You're not talking to me on the plane before I knew." Mm-hmm. And I, he's like, "Right, I know you joke about that." I said, "No, it's not a joke." He went, well, what happens when you're travelling with Sally? I said, I'll, I'll let you speak Same to her. Thing. And I said, to, I "Told <laughs> Sally the story." I said, "You know, Adam was saying," and she went, "Oh, I'll tell him. Just, you don't." The only thing, I, on a trip to London, which is maybe five hours in the train, the only words I get out of you are occasionally, do you want a sandwich? I'm going to the shop. And the rest of the time, you've got your headphones on. That's literally well, it. I so. mean, presumably, too, that this is one of those flights. I mean, you, you don't even, like, reach cruising altitude, do you? I mean, you're no, just up like and down. Hours. Yeah. yeah. Hours. yeah. So, I mean, well, it's, yeah. So, it's going to be one of those flights coming back where, like, you're going to take off and land at the same time. Yes, mm. because you'll cross the time zone. <laughs> yes, because yeah, yeah, we yeah. are. That, that is exactly what we're doing. We leave. We yep. leave. I think ten forty-five Denmark time, and I get back at ten fifty um, yep. UK time. So no, it's, it's exactly that because we're in. Worked out quite well for us all today. Well, well remembered, Shane, because normally. Yeah, that could have been a problem, but but we're all here and we're all together yes. and. As, uh, as unlike were... last week, Todd. Yes, I know. <laughs> yes, my phone was what broken. What happened uh, to you last week? I mean, this is this has just been the. the are you really Todd? Because this has been the untoddiest week. It it has it has not been the best. Let's put it that way. <laughs> it's been it's been a bit of a grind. Um, it, it it when it when the week starts with your phone being fucking knacked, you just go oh, fuck yeah. Me. And yeah. it just goes up as you were as you're describing this, this, uh, you know, timing the hotel stays and stuff like that. That totally took me to the fucking grind. That is the Western of Canada comedy tour, which um, <laughs> starts. It starts in Grand Prairie and tour. goes downhill from there. Oh, my God. So I finally got smart because I used to take wicked early flights and then drive from like Edmonton or Calgary and drive north to the first show, which is uh, Grand Prairie, Alberta, which is like five hours north of Edmonton. Finally got smart and landed in, uh, like, took the hotel. Just, like, took the hotel, get up at 7, and then you're driving. But, like, this, the places that you're going to, like, you get to go. Yeah, sure, you're waking up early, but you get to watch Rangers play in Denmark. Um, 
I would have to get up at eight in the morning in Grand Prairie and drive to Regina. Like it's, <laughs> it's not the same. And, uh, you know, and, and thankfully I have been blessed and, and it is a blessing to have people in the car that I genuinely care for, or at the very least are friendly enough that we can have eight hours of road time and it's okay. Cause I have heard nightmare stories and I can tell. <laughs> You you can tell as soon as you meet some headliners, you just go, well, I'm glad I'm never opening for you ever. <laughs> or even or even worse is like when when you get like the the lippy um, guy who's opening for you, who believes he should have your spot and then tanks every single fucking show in front of you. It's like, OK, right. <laughs> yep. you're fucking dandy. Well, that was kind of the opposite. Um, situation I found myself in with this because all joking aside, you know, I said to Adam, hey, I'll meet you seven hours later. Oh, lol. And um, he said, right, okay, so what we do? I said, you'll need, I'll, I'll be there before you by about 20 minutes, so I'll just wait for you in the, the lobby. And he said, right, okay, you can scout out that. And I went, no. Um, I said, Adam, I'm a vulnerable adult. I need someone to look after me on these things. And that's why you're coming. So get your job right, okay? <laughs> uh, and he was like, well, you know, I was going to go even if you weren't going. I said that would have been more fun for you, but here we are. <laughs> uh, so I was like, I'm I'm disabled. Uh, let's face it, I'm not right in the fucking head. Anyone who listens to this every week will be well aware of that. And I said mm-hmm. I need a grown up there. And he's like, you're older than me. I said you've got two kids. That trumps it. Yeah, that that trumps yep. it. I need to put to put into context, right? How does that? Yesterday, my mum's here too. I'm going to Denmark. Oh, right, bro. What are you doing? Ready to book a hotel. 400 quid. Right. And she said, so what are you going to do? I said, I'll get a cab. And she went, no, your dad will take you. I said, no, no, don't don't make my dad get up that time in the morning. Phone rings. My dad. I'll take you. Thanks, dad. So earlier, just, just literally actually before we came on air today, phone goes, my dad, how are you getting home for the airport? I said, dad, that's at midnight. You'll be up since four. I'll come and get you. And I told people this and they're like ah i get why you're like what you're like i said exactly (laughs) it's fucking actly i am 43 years old where i will be lifted at a day trip put into the body system with adam and then picked up at night when i get home as we all know from the simpsons the body system never fails well, if the body system does fail, then what else have we got to believe in? Right. <laughs> oh, on that, listen, you remember a couple of weeks ago, a guy had said to you on Twitter about David's pointless Futurama. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I made a joke about it in the show last week, and he apologised. He was crystal nice. in the comments. Yeah, and I just want to apologise to him. The, the follow, follow thread or whatever. <laughs> He felt rotten, and I was like, I'm so sorry, pal. Honestly, it was just a joke. So please, listen, trust me, mate. I live in a house where the one person who legally has to be nice to me often threatens to take a bread knife to my throat because of my future armor references. <laughs> so, Stand so over your worry. body and shout, who's the fan of the <laughs> That, so please, I, I felt rotten, you know, because he was genuinely like, oh, "I'm sorry," and I'm like, "No, it's as honest. I didn't none taken." But oh, uh, oh, oh, yeah, I feel well, like a fucking asshole. While we're doing housekeeping, Neil Wells, who's a supporter of the show, he reached out. He didn't have a charity or his own business. Okay, but uh, his his boy plays. Uh, I'm one of the sons of Struth. I think he said the 2010s. 
so, so one of the Sons of Truth youth side. So he wanted us to give a shout out to Craig Houston and and everything they do over there. I think everybody who listens knows how to find them if uh, if you're looking for a club for your youngin. And uh, of course, Copeland Streetwear. Go buy all their stuff. CopelandStreetwear.co.uk. And this lets me sag right into Florida man. Here we go. Accused of killing neighbor after cat wandered onto property. Adam boy. <laughs> Rules must be held. Yes. Yes. Standards <laughs> must be attained. Get him the cop 20 sec. Yeah. Anthony Bliss Jr. Was it Who's the John? pussy new? <laughs> <laughs> arrested charged with second degree homicide. Mr. Bliss was so upset that his neighbor's cat had wandered over into his yard. They went, retrieved a rifle, leaves his home. Goes across the street to the victim's house and opens fire on the victim, according to Sheriff Sergeant Paul Bloom. This, this it will not shock you. It was in a trailer park. Ah. Uh, uh, a probable cause affidavit in the case cited a witness who said Bliss tried to find the cat and was followed by Mr. Arlen Taylor Jr., the, the victim, who asked mm-hmm. Bliss to leave. At that point, Bliss shot Taylor twice or double tapped the 22 rifle he allegedly used. Hmm. Jesus. Um, yeah, that kind of puts that story you sent to me a bit cooling earlier into the, the shade, does it <laughs> yeah. not? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shane was... Oh, Shane no, was oh, sorry. A neighbor who drove by after the shooting saw Taylor on the ground and asked if he was all right. Quote, no, I'm dying, he responded. <laughs> I, I, I have some sympathy for the neighbor because it's standard human being. Whether you see somebody misstep and maybe fall slightly, or you see someone drop from a 40-story building, your immediate response is the same. You walk over and go, you all right, right, mate? <laughs> that's, that's so, you know, don't don't get upset at him, you Mr. Dying Man. It wasn't his fault. He was just being polite. What the guy should have then said, well, fuck you, well, and walked off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is slightly better than the attempted cop assassination down the street that we didn't get to talk right. about last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, there'll be another one along in a minute. You don't right. need to. Yeah. Well, you uh, know, it, it, it was strange because you know, I've talked about it. I play gunshots or fireworks, and this was one of the few times I couldn't really tell, but it's because they use nine millimeters, which don't make a very loud noise. Um, so three of them all emptied their entire magazine, and then one put in another magazine and unloaded on a cop who was maybe 40 feet away in a parked car. They did so they're not, not, not good they, shots then? No, no, they didn't hit the cop once. So. No. <laughs> no. And they're all in jail because, you know, yeah. they, they fled and, well, yeah. A, a friend of mine was away on business and um, one of her clients, they, they were normally would go to where, where the client is from, which is uh, Faro, Yukon. So the Yukon Territory in, yeah. in Canada. And uh, they went to a hockey game in Vancouver, naturally. And while the game was on, the guy got word that there was an active shooting uh, in his hometown of Faro, um, which is weird, but not like it is frontier country. But it is like it was I hate to say this, but it's like the typical um, I'm going to get my ex-wife. And it was like all that. It's just that horrible things like, you know, went after the ex-wife, went after anyone who helped the ex-wife. But in a town like that. That could be upwards of half the population. <laughs> That's the sad part. Yeah, um, Shane sent me a story today about uh, something that happened in Co-Winning, Um and mm. it was 
uh, a car was deliberately set on fire. And I, I think he quite liked the idea that that was newsworthy over here compared to <laughs> you know, what he gets. And uh, yeah, and, and as I pointed out, I said, look, I, I live in hillbilly country here, right? I admit it. But I'm from hillbilly country, I admit it. But our hillbillies thankfully don't have access to firearms. No. Mm-hmm. And it's probably for the best. Yeah. I'd say it's fair. To I, say. I can assure you it's for the best. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would say so. But again, it's not guns that kill people, Shane. It's people with guns who kill mm-hmm. people. Yes. Right? yes. So, you know, yeah. guns don't kill people. It's people with guns who kill people with guns. And you would be a so, fool and a communist to think otherwise. <laughs> you would be a communist. And you, why do you hate America, Todd? Yeah, absolutely. If you were to think any differently on yes. that one. Um, but it's it's crazy, you know. Um, uh, uh, we, we, we did have another. Uh, so so there's a gentleman by the name of Curse Slywa, who's the uh, Republican candidate for New York City mayor, who uh, befell the kind of thing that usually. Hang on. Uh, Curtis Lywell. Uh, yeah. No, no, Curse Slywall or S I or S L I W A. So, so I don't know. You try it. Uh, one thing about America is that you've got politicians who over here would be automatically disqualified by their name. <laughs> <laughs> that, that just, you know, they would go along to the polling booth and they're like, sorry, mate. No, no we're, not, we're not having that. Come back when you're called John. Well, so so this man, uh, you know, New, New York City famous for having way too many fucking cars on a very small island and being a pain in the ass. Um, he, he part of his campaign is to uh, shut down all the bike lanes because there's a, uh, according to him, a war on vehicles. Guess what happened to him? Did he get hit by a car? He got knocked down by a motor. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so it literally karma. Karma. Ah. Yeah. See, see what I did there? See what I did? Right. What I did is right. Karma is spelled with a K, but I, I didn't do that. Right. I took car. Right. Yeah, the, I like that. The, I, I saw this. Funny. I saw this post today, um, uh, and I will I will credit the author of uh, at Lubchansky, who summed up the New York mayoral um, uh, situation thusly: "I love to live in the liberal bastion of New York City, where my choices today for mayor are an ex-cop who lives in New Jersey and talks like he's been struck by lightning too many times, or the <laughs> wannabe cop who wears a special crime-fighting hat." oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're making me actually feel reasonably you know, reasonably proud of our lot over here i don't think yep. we've although i i please could nobody tell humza yourself about a special crime fighting hat <laughs> i absolutely guarantee this time next week it'll be out. and it'll be like that time that stone cold steve austin bought kurt angle the tiny cowboy hat that's the yeah. type of hat it'll be Oh my god! So yeah, I'd, I'd probably best shut my mouth about that. Never ever. <laughs> Nobody will ever lose money underestimating the vacuousness of British politicians. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, what else do we have? Uh, so Slavia back racially abusing. Oh people. yeah, here we go. Yeah. Can you be back racially abusing people when you haven't oh, stopped it? Surely it's just yes, Slavia. Yeah, yeah. Still racially abusing. Still people. racially abusing people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although, they, well, I think you'll find once again that definitely didn't happen. I mean, not. at least according to their directors and chairman and yeah. you know all, all the all the uh, check bands that still you know 
chime in. And, you, and, and you would be a liar and a communist. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we should think about just returning the likes of the Czech Republic and Hungary back to the Soviets. Because, you know, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Um, now that they're out here, it turns out that maybe... Maybe the Cold War wasn't worth fighting, basically. <laughs> uh, I think it's fair to say, because you sort of look at them and you think, hmm. And I know that that's, you know, oh, David, you complain about racism and yet you're writing off a whole country. Sue me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Sue me. Um, you, 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 know my, you know my views. But yeah, see what you like about the Russians, right? Stability for, what, 73 years under... Under communism, yep, mm-hmm. worked, worked. Good. Kept, Definitely no kept, problems, no problem. Kept, kept the shit to themselves, which they did, right? Well, mm-hmm. and, and you know, honestly, to be fair, had had they done any of the shit we tried to do during the to like to them during the Cold War, we definitely would have started World War Three. Like we we did, we trolled and fucked with them constantly. And they never pushed the button. Had they done that shit? Like, had they yeah. flown a spy plane over fucking Detroit? <laughs> we mm-hmm. would have just bombed every goddamn thing in the world out of existence. There's a theory, though, that the, that the nuclear triggers don't work. And that's the reason why none of them want to, wanted to push the button. Because uh, right. there's a brilliant bit in... Uh, yes, Minister, British mm-hmm. satirical show back yep. in back, uh, early 80s. Where the prequel the prim- to Yes, Prime Minister. The prequel to Yes, Prime Minister. Yeah, I, I, it's still brilliant today, but he's just become Prime Minister and they take him to HQ, you know, and he says, uh, here it is, sir. And he's like, oh, is that the telephone to Moscow? And he says, yes. And he said, uh, and if I ever need to speak to the Soviet Premier, I pick up the hotline and I can speak directly to him. In theory, sir. <laughs> uh, said, um, in, in theory, and he said, yes, we've only tried it once and we're not sure who we got through to. The chap didn't speak much English. <laughs> <laughs> and the worst part is, is that I'm not entirely sure that that is fictional. That's right. <laughs> That was that that show and Reginald Perrin were my precursors to oh. discovering um, Monty Python because I watched I watched those ones kind of first. They came over here on public television, and nope. it was like one of those things where like I was just I was kind of forming forming my my comedy mind, and I was like I don't get these jokes, but people are laughing, and that's a rhythm I'm familiar with. I'll watch it. Yeah, people have, have kind of said to me over the years that without wishing to to be arrogant because let's face it i've got a lot to be modest about that mm-hmm. um i'm reasonably well spoken especially you know considering my background which is possibly true and this is why tv is a better educator than schools okay because mm-hmm. you know the, the schools i went to were quite understandably preparing you to go and work in a factory or outdoors or whatever that's you know kind of what they did traditionally that's where they'd come from um and it was yes minister blackadder for me that got me to sort of understand as a wee boy how just a word 
can change. I mean, you know, what language can do and how it can be much funnier um, just by the addition of a word. And, and the example I always give of it is in The Simpsons, there's a fantastic line when Marge says, uh, your dad's traded all these tools for M&Ms again. <laughs> <laughs> it's the again it's you know because it's a brilliant but it's the again just the addition of one word that absolutely kicks that into the stratosphere of a joke because it's a funny joke your dad's traded his tools for m&ms again that that is brilliant and, and yes minister oh. and yes prime minister were, were absolutely fantastic for for doing that just that ability to but i also think it's responsible for my talent slash maddening habit of using a lot of words to say nothing and getting myself out of commitments and it was sal who picked up that because we watched it back together one time and she said you're sir humphrey (laughs) she said because you the amount of times that I ask you something and you give me an answer that leaves me walking away thinking that perhaps you might have agreed to it only to realise about an hour later that you didn't. Yeah. And I said, yeah, it's probably because I saw it when I was like seven years old. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> my ability to, to give you an answer that sounds very, very determined, um, but doesn't quite extend to actually saying i'll do something right. comes from, comes from that I've, and, and i go back to my point you learn more from television than you learn from school what corner of facebook do you need to go hunting with like a pith helmet and a flashlight among all the cobwebs is the which yes minister character are you <laughs> yay <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm definitely Humphrey because just that that arrogance, that complacency, that desire that nothing should ever change from the way that it is, right? Because we've got here, and that's that's perfectly good enough. Um, I think I think it's definitely. We always loved Bernard, though he was so put upon. And mm-hmm. there's something delightfully English, I think, about the name Bernard. Oh yeah, it's yeah. right up there, with Gareth. <laughs> yeah, Gareth. Although Gareth is Welsh. Oh, yeah, it's true. Okay. It, it, apologize, Todd. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize to all the Gareth and all the Welsh people for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. Whereas Gary, of course, is an American name. It comes from Gary, yeah. Indiana, which Gary Cooper took his name from and oh. kids started calling that. Which, which is a dead name, if I'm not mistaken. It there is. Are no, there, like, there are no more Garys being born. You don't get and we, we say to... that like Garys are supposed to mate in the wild. It's like we've, <laughs> we've got a bunch of Garys in the zoo. And go, they're just not fucking. Like, I don't know what we need well, to do. To... We, we need to do it. It's like Percy. You just don't get Percy's anymore. Uh, you never get a Percy. Percy's you never get Percy. Yeah. yeah, but Percy yeah. is dead. <laughs> you know, well, yeah, I mean, and I'm sure of it, Todd. I'm sure he is. Gary Indiana is dead, so that's, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of where the name went. You, you don't want to name your kids after that town anymore. Kind, kind, of, right. kind of after the Jacksons moved out, it sort uh-huh. of, uh, you know, that was I it. think it was, yeah, well, fine. Gary Indiana yeah. produced Gary Cooper and the Jacksons. I mean, it's sure. Spartan. It's Spartan a good average. Oh, the, the World well, Series is on, okay. by the way, Shane. Well, it's, the it's, one it's baseball either, match I care about, the World Series is on. Mm-hmm. Mo, or, you haven't uh, talked about it. You're from... Um, I think, I think DeMarcus Beasley's from there. Anyway, yeah. The uh, spe- speak, Speaking of town names, I just want to throw this out there. A friend of mine, Ryan Dillon, great uh, Canadian comic. He's from Newfoundland, 
uh, originally. And so he's actually going back home to do like a tour of Newfoundland and Labrador. And he's got, you know, Internet posters up for it. And if we have listeners in the uh, greater Newfoundland area, by all means, make sure you check him out. Um, but it's it's lovely that the first town that he is going to and he's got it proudly on the poster. Dildo Newfoundland. Attaboy. <laughs> Right, uh, right after that, come by chance. Speaking of, speaking of trips to to dildos, uh, mm-hmm. so I, I, I don't know if you guys did, did you see that what was it the CEO of Barclays had to step down due to his uh, links with Jeffrey Epstein? Did you guys see Ooh. this one? No. Was a, uh, what was it? Staley, I think his name was. Okay. But the, the 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 Associated Press was uh, they reported on this because I think it was there was like a regulatory report. That came out and you know like drew all these ties, but then everybody was like great lengths. Like there's no no suggestion that this man knew anything about Epstein's crimes. It's like hold on, I will gladly make that suggestion. <laughs> I will go on the record <laughs> making the suggestion that he definitely knew and probably took part in what was happening. Yes. <laughs> I I was like it's it's one of those really interesting phrases, isn't it? It's like um, nobody is suggesting. Well, you just did. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? yeah. You've, you've literally put that into the conversation. So yeah. clearly, the fact that you felt you had to address it suggests that some people are, in fact, discussing that this was a possibility. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those sort of backwards looking phrases that we all know what they mean. But right. uh, yeah. I think he's up for this as well, Prince Andrew. I think he's yeah. in Glasgow as well. So him and Leo mm-hmm. at the towns. Um, <laughs> Fuck. That'll be, it's, yeah. It's, it's like, you know, when your friend suddenly blurts out, I've never been pegged. And we're like, <laughs> the, the server is just asking you whether you want a baked potato or fries. That's where I don't know. My, my I have never been pegged shirt <laughs> answers yeah. a lot more. <laughs> I have never been pegged. Why are you walking like that? I'll have you know that this is to, this is due to employees. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. There are times you just yeah. You're right. It's like by not saying something, you know, you're probably doing the person you're trying to help a favour. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's there was a great story in in Viz years ago, one of the really stupid ones, which was um, Showbiz colleagues came to the defence of uh, Family Fortune star Les Dennis last night and denied that he was, uh, rumours that he was a lesbian before they had even begun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's kind of like, no, you, you, you just, you don't, you don't need to do that. It's it's probably for the best if you don't. <laughs> Shane, our old friends at Daily Record are at it again. Yeah. So, What's uh, up? Just, just as I said yesterday afternoon, that I, I could guarantee one national newspaper would try to blame Rangers for uh, for not allowing Ross County fans into the ground at the weekend, oh, yeah. as opposed to Ross County requesting a red zone and therefore all the fans in the enclosure having to be moved to the corner, which right. is what has happened. But yeah, no, the Daily Record. Uh, we're, we're, Straight up. I lost the headline, but yeah, no, I mean, it's exactly what you would expect. (laughs) The the best part of it is that if you ask Rangers, Rangers say, well, what it is is um, Ross County have asked us for a red zone. So that means we have to move our fans. So we told them that meant no away tickets and they understood it. And then you could ask Ross County, who again, well, it's one phone call. And Mm -hmm. um, they'll say, hey, some of our players aren't double jabbed. Some uh, of our players aren't double jabbed. 
to avoid close contacts, what we've decided to do is ask Rangers for a red zone. We notified Rangers. They were okay with it, but it means, of course, that we've no away fans, so we apologise to our supporters. Now, there are two people involved in a transaction. (laughs) Both of them are saying the same thing. And if you ask them on the record, they'll say the same thing. And if you ask them off the record, they'll say the same thing. Because that's the reason. (laughs) So, if you then say, actually, it's something else, you are either, one, incredibly stupid, two, a fucking liar, (laughs) three, can we go back to one and two, add them together and come up with three again? That well, pro- probably four in the records case, but right. Yeah. <laughs> Although, uh, in all fairness, you know the record can't ask Rangers because if the record phone Rangers, Rangers, fuck off. So, <laughs> it's but, one of those things. Know, like as soon as you see the number come up, you just okay, mute. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Well, they, I, I did look. You have know, to say record, pigeons now. Yeah. The, the record put it out in their story too. It was like County originally had 900 tickets. It's like, well, yes, that's how big the corner is. But yes. they sold 70. I mean, let's, yeah. let's be yeah. honest. I mean, well, it, it's a long frigging way down at the best of times. Sure. On a Sunday when yeah. Glasgow is effectively shut, even to the people who live in it, mm-hmm. then I can understand Ross County fans going, you know, I think maybe watch that one on the TV. Mm-hmm. Um, I get it. I can understand that. I'm not going to slag them off for that. They don't have a huge support. Um, and also a lot of Ross County fans will be at Ibrox in the home end of the weekend because <laughs> yep. if you know that area well, you'll know that, you know, Inverness, Ross County, they they love their local team yep. when their actual team are not playing. <laughs> and um, it's a very Rangers area. A very <laughs> Rangers area. So, yeah, I just... Uh, but then it's then they have the fucking audacity to say, you know, Rangers won't talk to us. Really? Mm, no you shit. Um, that's, that might be... Have you considered that that might be the fact that you cannot... You literally cannot open your fucking mouth without telling a lie about them? Mm-hmm. Might have <laughs> something to do... Like... Again, right, and I'll admit this is a character defect on my mm-hmm. part. See if I knew somebody who told lies about me all mm-hmm. the time. See if I met somebody and they said, yeah, Davey, that guy's just been telling everybody that mm-hmm. you, like, get pegged. Then <laughs> I I wouldn't hang about with that person. Right. Okay? I just I just wouldn't. But, you know, I, I, before the rumours start, I don't like getting pegged. I wear a lot of white underwear. It would not work. <laughs> Okay. You don't like shaving your nuts. Of course you don't like getting pegged. <laughs> oh God! Can you imagine, Jesus? A woman approaches me with that, right. and I am gone. The, I, you know, I, I I love that the record is going. I can't believe that fuck face won't talk to me. Mm. Yeah, basically. I can't believe that these lying bastards, who are lying bigot huns, won't talk to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's just the most uh. peculiar, peculiar relationship, you know, standards that they have. <laughs> Um, but of course, your Rangers, Rangers being the bad guy, with it. and I'm delighted. And Todd, as an Italian football expert, um, <laughs> one of the coolest figures what? in world football is back in the game yes. at a slightly peculiar um, destiny. Not one I think any of us saw coming. Of course, okay. Antonio Conte. Well, well Conte. no, ah. it's all. See, I, I'll give Solskjaer credit here because you know everybody, everybody knew. Like, they were just waiting. Conte was going to go to United. So what does he do? He beats Nuno 3-0. 
He gets fired. Conte goes to Spurs, and now there's no one to replace Solskjaer. <laughs> but it, it, it's just such a strange move because he likes to win things. Yes. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah. that's not where you do that. No. Tottenham Hotspur. And in, in, in I don't. General, how many managers don't... does Daniel Levy get to hire? As many as he wants. Uh, somebody yeah. said to me Fucking the other day. Crazy. Somebody said to me the other day, uh, you know, he's a terrible CEO. And I'm like, no, he isn't. He's no, he's a, a great CEO for the CEO. business. Yes. He yes. makes them a fortune, right? Yes. And uh, therefore, he will be there forever. So, yeah, he'll get to, he'll get to have a few. It's just Conte literally hasn't failed in any of the jobs he's been at. He oh. quits after two years because he falls yes. out with everyone. Right. Yeah, but yeah, he delivers yeah. you lots of success in the time that he's I mean, that, there. Well, I, I guess the only thing, I mean, th- does he actually get Harry Kane back off his ass now? And, and like, does he actually go, fuck, I, I could possibly win a trophy with this guy. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, he's good sure enough f- that he could yep. do it. I've yeah. got a surefire way, genuinely, right? And I know that we don't often do serious football talk on here. No. But there is literally a kind of very straightforward way to get Harry Kane scoring goals again, and that is to sell him to Manchester City. <laughs> yeah. Where, uh, yeah. Yeah. But um, somebody said, you know, because I think, again, paper talk, they come in and say, you know, he's coming in, which he is, you know, and he's been paid 20 million a year, which he is. And um, Tottenham have have, uh, given him a 100 million war chest. Now, that's one Mm -hmm. of these figures that you see, 100 million, okay? Because it's, you know, it's too round, okay, for a start. But it makes sense and it makes good copy. And then I was thinking, because at first you go, oh, brilliant, right? Rangers head on 100 million. Then you think, I wouldn't touch the fucking sides down there, will I? 100 million yeah. for a team that needs well that's i mean I, you know right. if you sold kane and gotten the 150 million quid for that too then then you actually have a size then you got some chunk yeah. of money yeah then, then, right. then you get some. But, but i mean if you take it that down there to get a player in the door that's a difference maker you're probably looking at what 40 50 minimum that, really that, that's a low end yeah a low yeah. end i yeah. um so if you need four or five then yeah you, you're looking at 200 250 million to yeah. to do that but he doesn't take jobs unless he yeah. and also yeah he, if you give him a job and you promise him funds he will just go nope and leave he does yep. not fuck about with that yep. he, he does not hang about to pick up the pieces I, so yeah i do love i do love too that <laughs> spurs in their introduction tweet decided to um uh use the spanish version of welcome for their <laughs> italian manager <laughs> Outstanding. It's just a what they, shambles a of a over the end? club. <laughs> it's just, it's just. A, it's but they so have a room. It's so they, have a, they do have a room made of cheese. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, like, I adore like Conte as a manager. I gotta say, like I, so do I, I. Yeah. I really like watching him because there is, there's a few things if you if you let him go gradual because sometimes he'll just let things go and certainly during COVID he he did. Like when he is, he knows how to scream, and I, I like that in a, in a in a manager, especially an Italian when he's animated, um, very passionate. But there is a moment, and it takes a couple of months to do, but he'll sometimes let his hair go mullety, yes. and and that's when I look at him and go, oh, he looks like every drug lord villain in every 1980s cop buddy movie I ever watched. <laughs> he so does. Yeah. He so does. But he's he's. He's just really fucking good at what he does for a living, yeah. you know. He he and I are the same age. He's fifty-two. Fuck that guy. I remember yeah. playing for um, Rangers, uh, playing for Juventus against Rangers back in the day. Where I have yeah. to say he didn't have that much hair. Right. Well, it um, just, he, he had like the frosted tips or something, didn't no, he? No, he, he was bald. Yeah, no, but he, but he still died. What he had. Yeah, I but he had a yeah. comb over, and right now yeah. you don't have no comb over. 
No. He has got a fine yeah, head. He's, he's, he's got a fine Chris Boyd head of hair. Yeah. I, I, I will, I will give Spurs some credit on this one, uh, that they waited until this morning, which is the 5,000th day since they won a trophy. Because, uh, you know, had they done it yesterday, it, 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 you wouldn't be able to gloss that one over because they would have pointed <laughs> him, and people would have woken up this morning and gone, all right, well, you got Conte yesterday, but today's the fight. No, right. they waited till today. Yeah. Five thousand days since they won a trophy, the yeah. two thousand what was it, two thousand eight League Cup, right? Yeah. See, the, see, the only problem is that um, if they don't win something with this guy, then you might as well just wrap it mm-hmm. because yeah. well, you, you can't. That nice shiny stadium. You can host NFL games. Uh, look, they have yeah. a wonderful stadium, and they'll finish, you know, uh, top six, six know. pretty much well, all the time. Maybe. But if you cannot win a trophy with this this guy, because yeah, I know Mourinho was serial trophy but we all agree he passed his best and he has sadly but he has right but Conti's right. not this is kind of a guy at his peak and if you get him in then you you really you know it would be a case good luck it just it can't happen there's a gypsy's right. castle in this place or something but it's... I just don't understand why hopefully we can finish the football talk here before we lose everybody but yeah you know, you Brian Mourinho, knowing what kind of football he plays, right? Which is not what yep. Spurs want to play. Oh, I hate fans that shit. Want to shit. Play. Oh, I hate that shit. And yeah. then, and then you bring in, you know, who's going to play the exact same style, yep. um, except you know, maybe even worse. So, I, honestly, like if you look at their expanded stats or their, you know, like analytics, they're, they're a relegation zone team. That, yeah. You know, they got lucky they pulled off those first three and one nils with a couple, I think, with deflected goals. But Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, they've been bad. Right. In, in all fairness, though, to, to they hired Nuno, um, I had turned the job down earlier that afternoon. Ah, yes. <laughs> that's yeah. that's yeah. how far down the list they were. Yeah. They, and, and, was, so, so, so did Angie Pastacoglu. So yeah, yeah was, he, <laughs> he was. And look, this is, you know, it was the athletic this yesterday. He was between, and everyone knew this, including him, Seventh to tenth on the Spurs list, yeah. um, and they had they had received knockbacks from at least six, probably more managers. Right. Um, so, uh, yeah, it, it, Jamie Carragher said it best all night. He said it, it's not a bad sack, and it was a bad hire. Yeah. Right. Hey, um, well, to, br- to bring back up... Rangers. Sorry, go ahead. No, go, go, go. go. Oh, I was just going to say to to bring back Rangers to this when we're talking about Conte playing in the four nil uh, against Rangers. Um, in that squad, a couple of notables, uh, Sergio Perini was in that side mm-hmm. for Juventus. And, right. uh, I don't, I don't know if you guys remember Torcelli. Oh yeah. Yeah. He was good he's, 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 he scored, uh, Moreno Torcelli. I was actually in Florence eating at Big Ammo's restaurant and he came in and I have a picture of him standing underneath, he and I standing underneath a framed, uh, Ranger shirt of Ammo's. Uh, he's holding up four, and I'm holding up zero. <laughs> and same night, um, after I met this guy, the waiter comes over and says, do you want to talk to Amoruso? And I'm like, well, absolutely I do. Yes, I do. He goes, cool. And he goes over to the bar, picks up the phone, punches in some numbers, talks in Italian. At this point, I don't know anything he's saying. And uh, he just hands me a phone and goes, here he is. And so I got to talk to I got to talk to Ammo. I would like to point out that in the second game we only lost four one. Yes, that's good. So, yes. You know, um, I think we touched. I think over those two matches we touched the ball twice. 
so it was quite. He scored once. Quite, I mean, that's that's. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was quite an impressive uh, feat. But they were fucking good, man. Yeah. Well. You look at that Shit team; it's just stupid. Their subs were stupid. Managed by Marcello Lippi, you know. Here, you know, okay, fuck, just a guys. second. I have I have it right in front of me. Just a second here. Um, this was the original lineup. Um, coached by Lippi, Peruzzi in, in goal, Torricelli, Pesotto, Carrera, Porini, Paulo Souza, Delivio, uh, Tacanardi, Viali. There we go. Del Piero and Conte. That's your that, front. That Del Piero was all right. Right. You know, I, he, I'm one he, of these guys. He did a couple things. Yeah. I'm one of these guys who um, I go and watch Rangers. It doesn't really bother me who they're playing. But I will admit that the one time in my life where I was a little bit excited about mm. who were in the opposition side and being able to say I saw them live was right. that night because yeah. I, I wanted to see Del Piero. I wanted to see Ravinelli, although I let us on playing for Dundee. Um, yes. and I wanted to, and <laughs> God I, I damn wanted it. to see Viale. But um, oh, we've, we, of course, have a new striking hero who has his own song, Fashion Sakawa. Yeah, yeah. And do. the chant may well have been... Uh, the, the, the chant may well have been stuck in your head. I think it's fair to say uh, since the weekend. So I've got some tips for you here. Um, if <laughs> this you this is Google, nice because this eliminates like half the questions for this week. Yep. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but look, it's murder when you get an earworm. It really is, yeah. especially one yeah. like this. Um, so I typed into Google how to remove songs stuck in head. And mm-hmm. here are the strategies <laughs> backed by science. It says, OK, one, listen to the entire song. Earworms tend to be small fragments of music that repeat over and over and over. It's often a song's refrain or chorus. So if you can expand the song, listen to the Shakira one, that'll help. Two, listen to a cure tune. They don't mean in between days. They mean a tune that will dislodge the earworm. It might be in between days. um, Uh, So so like, like, like listen to Love Fool. So you yeah, get another exactly. earwork going. Right. Three, love distract me, love me, say that you love me. Three, distract yourself with something else. Right. You know, maybe go for a walk or uh, mm-hmm. you know, read about reading. <laughs> listen, l- to l- listen to the crow pod. You can listen right. to the crow pod. Four, chew gum because the motion distracts your brain from it. Sure. Five, leave the song alone. Don't watch any footage of it. Don't listen to it. Six, he comes from Zambia. <laughs> <laughs> and now every one of you out there, right. I have condemned right. to the next five hours I, of that song. If, if, this, if this had happened like two weeks ago, I wish it happened like two, three weeks ago, just because they, they could have just repurposed Four Lads Had a Dream. And just, you know, <laughs> fashion, Sakala. Fashions, just do that the entire song. <laughs> Marshall the Bastard, David Marshall, my fellow Simpsons fan. Marshall the Bastard, we <laughs> send each other, because me and Dave will pretty much watch The Simpsons every day, right? And more than one episode. And uh, we'll just watch, we'll send each other quotes, and you know what it's like, and he replies with one and so forth. But last night, at fucking midnight, just before I was going to bed, he sends me through <laughs> the clip, and without even thinking, I just pressed it, and it's Mr. Burns singing the national anthem of 
My country, tis of the Austria Hungary. <laughs> and oh, fucking night. Oh, be your king to the children of God, save the queen. You fucking bastard, man. And he just absolutely timed it beautifully. David, you're going to love this new segment uh, before we get to the couple questions here. Our uh, good listener, Alan, he, uh, he chipped in. Uh, on the uh, on the ten dollar uh, a week supporter level, oh, which means well, you, can do what, you can do whatever you want. Uh, so for the next fourteen weeks, we're gonna spend five minutes listening to a Queen song of his selection. Ah. I'll, be fuck. <laughs> I'll give you twenty for the week not to do that. No, uh, Alan actually, Alan actually gave fifty quid to Erskine just to get me to do the bit. So okay. thank you. <laughs> well, another one bites the dust. Hey, man. hey! <laughs> I would man. have been riding my bicycle. I know you. David's taking a three month hiatus from the crow fire. Yeah. Don't stop me now. I'm out of here. <laughs> no, it would have been. Yeah, trust me on that one, folks. But uh, no, well, well done. You did yeah. get me by the way, because my heart is oh, now yeah, just yeah, back normal. <laughs> A uh, heartbeat is still, just returning to normal now. He's asking, uh, which player have you slated that has made you eat humble pie the most? Tav. Yep. Uh, oh, this is toughy. I'm not the worst slater. Um, I tend to be... Slater or just slater? <laughs> I, I, oh. You know what? I, th- I thought after... It wasn't his fault because he got pitched into an absolutely disastrous situation, but I, I thought Jonathan Johansson... When yep. he first asked, what, why have Absolutely. we signed this kid? Because he arrived at the start of the kind of what should have been the ten in a row season, and mm-hmm. we'd spent all this money, so five hundred grand on some trialist from Estonia, yep. you know, by him five hundred grand. Fuck, we spent back then we would spend five hundred grand on you know like decorations for the corner mm-hmm. flags. It was it was fuck <laughs> right. all. So we'd all these you know big. That was all the Italians arrived that summer. And he didn't get a chance for much of the season. And then I think in just sheer desperation towards the end, Walter pitched them in and mm-hmm. he just looked absolute rabbit in the headlights. So at the start of next season, when the, the huge surgery on the team, Advocat would, would would play him. And he was doing all right. But you know that way that I had in my head, he's not very good. Yeah. Yeah. Despite what I was literally watching on the field every week. Mm-hmm. And it was only about midway through that season. I think he got a hat trick in one game. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, do you know what? Actually, he's, he, so I didn't slate him. I just thought he wasn't very good. Um, and he completely, he completely told me. I was like, actually, do you know what? Yeah. Uh, 500 grams of bargain for this lad. Oh, even, even this year, Lundstrom. Lundstrom did not cover himself in glory at the beginning of this year. That's true. And then, I and mean, then pulled it out. Going, Go and read the followfollow.com match thread at the weekend in the opening 20 minutes. Sakala was, <laughs> was not as popular in the opening 20 minutes as he was at I mean, he, he, drew the, he drew the card off O'Donnell in, in the, what was that, the eighth or ninth? He was great. Minute, so, yeah. We, right. we were talking about this on, on the fly this week, that the, there's something joyous about a footballer who plays the way he does with that sort of innocence and that sort of I just love playing football because I, yeah, I like to yeah. think that if we were playing football that's how we'd be like we're getting paid to play football and oh, he sort oh. of exudes that you would you would not be able if I would if I ever played for Rangers you would not be able to pry the smile off my face or get the stains out of my shorts it would <laughs> just be that's, non-stop joy it's why people hate pundits who give the vibe that they would rather be anywhere else in the world than, than watching 
a game of football because mm-hmm. we're all like, like you know this is our dream this is yeah. we love that we we're given this two hours of our time by by choice you you'd actually yeah. get paid for it yeah. um, and you I think know fashion does that speaking of pundits one of our favorite ones tossed up another howler yesterday uh michael stewart asking why the head of state isn't the one welcoming people to the uh, cop 26 there <laughs> because you know he's obviously playing to the playing to the gallery but uh mm-hmm. god you're fucking dumb yep <laughs> Just, yep yeah yeah. It's, yeah it's as you say it's playing to the gallery but we know actually i think we give them too much credit when we say it's playing to the gallery uh, if it helps though i i know from a contact Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say mutual friend, but a contact, somebody who knows both myself and Michael Stewart. And this might cheer up some of our listeners. Mm-hmm. Michael Stewart apparently fucking hates me. Nice. <laughs> apparently my friend I can't says, believe I have that much in common with Michael Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> you and the listeners and, and Sally. Um, but... Uh, this guy's a friend of mine. He's not really a friend of his, but he he said, you know, he he met him at some um some event, uh, and he mentioned to a few weeks ago, and he mentioned to him that he he'd been following, you know, the the thing on Twitter between me and him, and he said, fucking spittle began to fly. Uh, he said, so it's fair to say he doesn't like Beautiful. you, but Beautiful. you're doing the good work then. I've had idiots dislike me before. I had an idiot dislike me this week on Shane's social media feed. So, uh, <laughs> fucking water off. Uh, yeah. As the great FF phrase once had it, water off a dog's back. Yep. Here's a, I, I, I'd like to go back to that question and just to kind of turn it around because I was thinking about, about this. And hopefully this continues, but it could also go the other way. I'd like to ask you guys what player, because I, I was going through my head of like players that, you know, had a had a slow burn to start, but then really did it. I thought the other way of like who came on flash bang. He went, oh my god, this is the thing, and then just and <laughs> the the Negri. Yes, um, I also thought Vladimir Vice, like his first the I, first time that he came on well, that debut. Yeah, yeah, you just yeah. went holy shit like just him running to the byline and doing crosses and you went yeah. oh jesus we're solved and well and that, yeah. that's where the whole yeah the love affair all stems from from that yeah. i mean not not he, the, I mean, he, he was a perfectly suitable player in that yeah. side and small I, I think there was just spark but yeah, yeah i think there was a frustration about him that we'd seen that and then remember yeah. the league cup final and you just thought but then he went to play in qatar earlier i think that that's a guy universally you could say right could have probably achieved more with the skill that yeah. he I remember and going back years and years and years, um, hating hating Mark Hately. Not uh-huh. because it was his, b- because when Mark Hately arrived, Soonest dropped Ali for him. Right. And it was such a difficult it was like my parents fighting because we all love Soonest. You know, we loved him. He'd and especially if you were I was what, eleven at the time. And we just adored them for what he'd done. But if there was one person who <laughs> was more popular, it was Ali McCoist. And for Ali, you know, and then in the papers, they would be saying, you know, Ali McCoist is getting frustrated that he's lack of game time and he'll, he's thinking about asking for a move. And you're like, can't? No, what? No. I mean, it would have been, oh, I, I'm actually getting, I can actually feel myself getting flustered even just thinking about it now. 
that we uh, might have here, seen. Here, 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 David, this might make you – so I went and looked because I thought this was the case. But yesterday was actually the uh, the anniversary of Juve coming to uh, to hump us at Ibrox. Yeah. Well, oh, nice. Two, two of your most hated players were in our starting 11. Who were they? Gaddy Boland. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mark Haley. <laughs> no. Uh, no, I, I I changed my tune when I realized it was Mark Haley's fault. I didn't like it. <laughs> it was nothing to do with Mark Haley. And I don't think I was unique in the Rangers support at that time, but my excuse was I was 11. Uh, right. Gary Ballin would have played that Gary one. Yeah, Ballin and that. playing up front next to Charlie Miller. Is it Selenko? Yep, there you yep. go. Uh, you know, <laughs> the 3-4 in our rule, and we used one of them on a guy that ran as though he needed a fucking hip replacement. <laughs> mm. um, Charlie Miller was actually really good that night. He'd, uh, yeah. He broke through the defence a couple of times. Yeah. It was just, they were fucking... They were too you good. Know. I mean, what, they what got do you to Sometimes, yeah, sometimes, yes. And there were shite European results. We all know that, right? You know, grasshoppers, etc. in that period. We get that. There were ones we should have done better. But they got to three champions, not European Cup, Champions League finals in a row. Yeah. Um, sometimes you've just got, and, and at that time, by the way, indisputably, that was the best league in the world. Like, yeah. nobody argued. Because that's where all the superstars were. This is just before the English Premiership money started to wash through. So... Sometimes you do. You've just got to hold your, your hand up and say, you know what, you're just much better at this than we are. I, I still do. Like, like Del Piero, when you finally wash up in MLS, and, uh, I mean, you know, like, they, they, they made a big because he signed for the, the, the Man City, New York City team, yeah. you know. And big deal. They put it on a Saturday afternoon game on ABC, and, it, you know, like blah, blah, blah. Del Piero. And, like, about 15 minutes, 20 minutes in, you know, he's he's doing this thing there. He's sitting in the pocket, spraying balls around, but nobody's there where they should mm-hmm. be. And you could just see him go, fuck this. I'm done. <laughs> I don't know why I'm here. This is fucking pointless. <laughs> a similar thing actually happened at first with uh, Ronald De Boer at Ibrox. I remember very much and people getting really annoyed at him because he was giving the ball away a lot. And it was actually an older guy who's a coach who, because I was, you know, you just watch it and I wouldn't claim to be um, you're just watching what's happening in front of you kind of thing and he said to me he's passing it to where they should be not to yep. where they are and I was like oh that's so stupid you know I mean where they are is, is where they are and that's where you need to pass he went no you need to pass it to where they ought to be because mm-hmm. that's where you'll get them at and he had to come back a little bit but then also he found Barry Ferguson who did know where he was supposed to be and that's why after a while of of adapting those two remember that year we won the treble under Eck and those two were oh Jesus and it was because Barry would be I'll make that run I'll be Uh, in that spot Mm -hmm. I think Baza that year is probably the best single season I've seen in my lifetime totally agree mate totally agree yeah Uh, let's see Fuck it. We'll do one more here quick. Right. Uh, thoughts on a possible crow pod, whatever you call it, they do crossover with the legendary Just Us Tim's podcast. <laughs> I, I would rather get malaria with like just a touch of chlamydia, you know, <laughs> just a touch. I, a I have a confession. I have a confession. I, <laughs> I, I, I never watched Just Us Tim's um, <laughs> because if I want to. If I want to hear from a group of <laughs> shouty, moronic, 
Celtic supporters are listening to Radio Clyde. <laughs> I, I got I to take, uh, I think the guy's name was Graham that called in last night. Which one, uh-huh. we won 6-1, don't call in. But two, especially don't call in to have a moan about Connor Goldson. Let let them call and fill my ears with tears because they were supposed to be at top of the table after this weekend. Yep. Top of the table. And instead, Livingston and David Martindale took points off of them again for mm-hmm. the eighth time since they've come back up. How much do you love David Martindale, by the oh, way? Because great. the Sweet. guy is just... Yeah, what, what was it? Jurgen Prop, I think, is the, the new Pro- one. <laughs> some of it. Some of it I, I just want to give a couple of like, David Martindale answers. Also, and this is an interesting thing, by the way, that after the games at Ibrox, the away team go away and do the press conference um, on the steps uh, with all the reporters. And they don't need to because Hibs, for example, came in and said, look, no offence, but we're only going to take questions from the neutral journalists, which we totally get, right? We totally get, but you might as well come in and use the press room because there's Sky and there's um, Go Radio and there's, you know... uh, national broads, uh, broadcasters are in there so by all means and if you don't want to take questions from rangers we get it right we're not gonna go well yeah. this great well, honestly we don't really yeah. want to talk to you either so <laughs> Perfect, well, that, you know? yeah. but david martindale twice has come in um and you know the his, his pr guy has said to him you know these are rangers fan media and he's like uh, do you want to talk to me lads well if you don't mind. And he's like, of course. And then the second time you just come in and, and straight in it. And of course we're respectful. We're not going to ask how great a Rangers, David. We asked him yeah. about, you know, his team and his game. But um and you could I could listen to him talk about football all day because he's he's very intelligent. But two of his best answers uh, that I've heard is in an interview on Sky talking about his past, the reporter said to him, it was a case that you got in with a bad crowd and he laughed and went, no, I was the bad crowd, um, <laughs> which is a great answer. And at the weekend, he was asked if he would have a word with the Livingston defender who uh, apparently shot Kyogo in an in injury yeah. time and was sent off. And he said, have a word with him. Have you seen the size of him? He said, <laughs> there'll be him, two coaches in front of me and me. And that's when I'll have a word with him. <laughs> the guy deserves nothing but success. Uh, and for a club oh, that, yeah. to be honest, you know, because of the pitch and, you know, yeah. Time yeah. for I wish him nothing but success. He seems a genuinely really good yeah. bloke, and yeah, yeah, a thing in his past. Who fucking doesn't? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, let's be honest. The reason he takes questions from you is you two have probably crossed paths before, and neither of you remember it. So <laughs> right, yeah, I yeah. see what you did there. <laughs> I see what you did there. Oh, let's uh, onion headline of the week. Climate Summit leader Savage Trip with joint statement that Scotland has some pretty cool castles. Nice. <laughs> pretty, pretty fair, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tied the whole episode back together. Right Beautiful. There. Look at that. Nice. Professionals. Beautiful. Fucking professionals. Uh, Todd, of course, you can find all of his stuff, HeyIt'sTVA.com. Find him on Twitter at HeyIt'sTVA. I know you had a new comedy about the pub, or uh, right, yeah, comedy, yeah, last night. Yep. Uh, yep. 
What 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 else is that? Uh, new uh, new podcast episode is up with uh, Claire Belford. She's absolutely hilarious. So give that a listen. And my November is busy because next week I am uh, in the Kingston, uh, Ontario Absolute Comedy Club. Then I'm heading to Toronto to write them up on uh, November twentieth, and then the following week after that I am back in Ottawa at Absolute Comedy there. So uh, if you need me, I'm probably nowhere near you. <laughs> so <laughs> are, are you finding because like. You know, the, the theater here is back open. Now the, the, the BMO, like our, our sports arena, mm-hmm. is right. back open. And, and because not only are they having to, like, make up all these dates from COVID, but I yes. feel like they're booking every other possible fucking day that they can get. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's it's, a, it's mental. It's something every fucking day. Oh, yeah. It's, it, there's, so there's a club in New Brunswick I'm trying to get into, and they're like, um, I still have a year of bookings I need to do before I even think about having you in. So I'm like, okay, fine. That's understandable. <laughs> so. Oh, man. Uh, David, of course, you can find on everything heart and hand. Find him on Twitter at Ibrox Rocks. Thank you, David. Thank you very much, lads. A very enjoyable way to spend an afternoon. Yeah. Safe travels to Bromby and uh, all, all yeah. that. Yeah, so could, could, you, could you just do me a favor and just say to Adam and anyone who's listening, um, he's at Adamsky152 on Twitter. If you could just say to him, remember, you know, I'm quite precious and I need to be, <laughs> I, I, I need to be looked after. So just remind him of his responsibilities. <laughs> I would be grateful. Just, you know, hashtag David needs cared for. So right. just, you know, just, just to remind him, because I'm sure, I'm sure he's, he, he has it in his head, but. You know, I just I don't want him thinking that. Little earworm never hurt anybody. Protecting. He's not. Save Dave. Save He's not there for fun. Who is? Oh man! You can find the show everywhere, of course, except for Apple. Still, I don't know. I give up. You like the show? All you gotta do is just scroll down in the show notes. You can throw on some money. Like I said, if you if you do five dollars, we'll give you one live read a month. If you do ten dollars, we'll give you something every single week, just like we did for Neil. So let us know. Do that, and we will be back next Tuesday. We probably won't be able to get in any of the bonus episodes just because of having the european tie back and everything going on this week so um but hopefully next week we can find some time to to do the the music show and and me and todd can finally get back on the mm-hmm. desert island that uh yes. we were rescued from yeah so, todd yeah, mm-hmm. yeah 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 so no we'll, we'll do that but uh yeah we'll talk to you next tuesday and that's it bye some people call me the space cowboy 